Hello and welcome back to Vmix on Zisudarth. And I'm Anil. And today we have a guest with us. Uh, he's the founder of Cryptify.club and essentially a crypto website slash platform for like essentially it's kind of like um, PayPal for crypt- cryptos. I mean, does that work? Is that the correct analogy? That is the easiest analysis. That is actually my one-line pitch. Okay. If I'm, you know, pitching to investors or someone. Okay, yeah, that's awesome. So, um, Anirudh, do you want to like get us started? So. Yeah. Um. So, can you just introduce a little bit about yourself and the startup? Oh uh, yeah, sure. So initially, it was just uh, me and another guy hacking around, uh, you know, in a hackathon, and I got the idea. Okay, like. There's a lot of DeFi products coming up, you know, Aave, Synthetix, and uh, but mostly all of them have to do with digital assets, and none of the use cases what I feel are there in you know cryptocurrencies like you know buying things on e-commerce stores or uh, paying merchants with cryptocurrencies. Uh, mainly due to the fact that Ethereum has super high gas fees and it's not really feasible to pay with that. Uh, same goes with Bitcoin. Bitcoin has a really high transaction fees. Uh, the transaction time is also very slow, like 30 to 40 minutes to process a single transaction. Uh, that's when I came across this uh, layer two solution for Ethereum. It's called Matic. It's a layer two chain. They've uh, they've made it in such a way that uh, you know it's kind of derived from Ethereum, and the transaction fees is also very you know nominal, less than one cent, and the transaction time it's. around 2 seconds so it's as good as you know paypal or visa or any of the traditional web to payment gateways so we are, i'm going with that okay um so is this only accepting ethereum or uh, does other car- cryptos work uh right now it's accepting uh, ethereum matic and all erc20 tokens uh, if you guys don't know erc20 is just a token standard for all the tokens that are built on top of the ethereum virtual machine okay okay it's just a set of rules that all tokens have to follow such that uh, you know it's just it's just a standard that's all okay so um like do you uh, have you like is it still in um, say development phase or do you have a working product uh it's uh, deployed on the matic testnet it's called matic mumbai and i've also put it on the website if you guys just go to cryptify.club/demo and if you guys have a metamask wallet you can connect to that and try out trust transactions once the transaction is processed uh, i'll also give you a transaction hash which you can verify it on any block explorers okay 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 awesome. so um, so um, why would you say that like if if or is there like a product as of yours that exists in the market already or why is your solution uh, yeah there is coinbase commerce bitpay coinsgate all of them do exist uh, but the only difference we have is uh, we wanted to make it you know for all programmable uh, blockchains for example ethereum matic cardano and you know now even celo will be integrating it uh just cause we just wanted to process the transactions through smart contracts such that uh, there's no middlemen even not including us and uh the money is just transferred directly from the payer to the merchant's account no escrows no middlemen no hidden fees or anything just direct peer to peer transactions 
So like, um, will there be like a certification kind of like DeFi or that you have you like? Uh, well, it's not completely DeFi cause you'll be integrating it in normal websites and people will actually buy products with it. So you could say it could be a part of a centralized DeFi. I mean, they're kind of oxymoron, but Okay. The easiest way to put it would be a centralized DeFi. Okay. So, um, like right now, the crypto market is kind of crazy, right? So, I'm assuming you guys have like a large adoption rate right now. Uh, no, not exactly, because right now we're still, you know, just building and rolling out features. Right now, it's just a test, you know, transactions done. Uh, right, uh, we, are, we are also working on invoicing, customer billing, and uh, actually building out the API for JavaScript websites. And uh, the building the API is kind of hard. It's going to take us some time. But yeah, the billing and invoicing feature is fairly easy and uh, should be up and uh, live on the testnet by next week. Oh, okay. Okay, that's great. Okay, yeah. so, so. Um, you guys, uh, you incorporated this year or was it uh, you know earlier oh we haven't even incorporated yet right now it's just you know no real transactions going through and no real funds are being held anywhere so once we get like a good enough user base and a client base yeah we'll be incorporating as a delivery entity oh, okay okay so um uh, according to your linkedin profile like uh, three people are working on the startup right yeah. So, uh, how was like the whole startup journey, like the difficulties you guys faced? Or? Uh, to be really frank, we just started like a month back, month, month and a half back. There was this hackathon and participated. We ended up winning. So, just thought, okay, this might be worth continuing. And last, uh, about two to three weeks back, there was this event in Dubai, AIBC Startup Summit. And luckily, I stay in Dubai. So, I had a chance to go and visit that. It was pretty great. Okay. Yeah, uh, okay. There was like uh, lots of lots of cool projects in AI and DeFi just coming up. And yeah, it was really good talking to all these smart people. And yeah, we did get some insights on, you know, improving our product. Like initially, we just wanted to build out JavaScript APIs. But uh, if you guys must know, yeah, do you guys know this company called Media.net? Mm, no. No. Uh, no. uh, it's a parent company for direct tie. It's kind of direct ties. I think kind of famous in India. I'm not sure. I'm not sure I'm sorry. Yeah. So luckily his CEO was visiting, uh, the summit and he came across our idea and we had a nice chat and he suggested it's better to, you know, uh, make plugins for WooCommerce, Shopify, those first. So we are also working on, uh, building plugins for those. Oh, okay. And okay. after so, incorporating, hopefully we'll be raising some funds. Okay. Nice. Um, so, um, one of the main difficulties with uh, crypto, especially in the current market is the huge fluctuation in prices. So uh, do we have any measures to overcome that or something? Uh, hi, yeah. For that, uh, uh, we are actually working on a smart contract. If you guys know, there's this uh, company called Slingshot Finance. So they have these pairs where you can convert your Ethereum to a stable coin like USDC through their smart contract. Okay. 
so we'll be integrating their contract into our project as well so the users can pay with whichever tokens they have for example ethereum wrapped bitcoin or aave or any erc20 token we'll convert that to a stable coin and that stable coin is then deposited to the merchant so i hope that uh, answers your fluctuation question yeah 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 okay um so um, you have heard about the recent developments in el salvador right oh sorry i didn't get you like el salvador the country like ah yeah the legal ah, tender yeah. bitcoin yeah yeah i mean so, it's it's pretty exciting news yeah so um that is a potential market for your product so uh, have you like tried advertising or some something like that or uh right now we are just you know joining discord communities and just putting out the product somewhere also reddit reddit is quite good for organic advertising uh, yeah. first focus right now would be just grow organically no paid mm-hmm. advertising i mean i follow michael sibel and he always says that it's better to you know iterate the product continuously and talk to users and it's better to grow organically than some paid form of advertising kind of okay. following that okay so um yeah i have a question about um the ethereum network it's it's not related to the product so um i assume you guys build this on solidity right sorry solidity solidity yeah solidity okay um um why did you choose solidity cuz uh, i mean the i don't know i think the cardano network seems like a little more you know uh, well better. right now i think it's the only language that works with ethereum i mean other than viper of course but uh, there's not much resources for learning viper and uh, you know other projects also most of their code is written in solidity and it just kind of gels well with other code so yeah solidity is a de facto choice for building smart contracts now yeah um but uh, the ethereum 2.0 hype i mean it, it's been like over 6 years and it's uh, and uh, they uh-huh, don't yeah. have any uh, so on the other hand cardano has kind of came up with a solution so i mean like <laughs> well it's not more of a competition cuz cardano has a solution cello cello has a pretty good solution they are actually carbon negative and they work on oh. pos plus they have more features like with ethereum you can only pay gas fees in ether whereas with cello you can pay gas fees in any currency like cello usd cello euros or the native currency oh. as well plus okay. uh, they have this really fast node which you can run anywhere and the transaction speed is as good as a layer 2 ethereum solution so yeah many projects coming up pretty interesting but uh, yeah ethereum once uh, ethereum 2.0 hard fork comes in it's going to be pretty good like lots of projects going to going to come up yeah i mean uh, right now they are the most popular one so i mean you know a lot of people are going to start learning solidity rather than working on and cardano network i mean it just seems like that right now it could be wrong but yeah um also have you guys contacted any vc or like uh, tried applying to y combinator or anything like that 
oh no 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 not y combinator we actually missed the deadline and the interview oh. started like what two weeks back and we oh. didn't even have a proper product ready zero traction and so no y combinator not for this batch but uh, hopefully in the winter 22 batch uh, we'll be applying okay okay so uh, have you like tried contacting other vcs or uh, anything like that uh the thing is first time founders we have practically zero traction and like pretty okayish product so once those numbers are good to show in front of a vc yeah we'll be contacting them okay good so um yeah i have a couple of questions about the you know cryptos itself so um um you know you believe it's a bubble right now right i mean just no 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 bubble okay um do you think it's overvalued right now i think it's some coins are overvalued some are really undervalued so it's kind of in the middle yeah yeah okay like shit coins are way 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 overhyped and uh, that is not doing justice to any other uh, legit products like uh, there was this uh, really good project i came across called uh, sia so they are trying to build like a decentralized storage kind of like a p2p version of uh, aws cloud and yeah it's pretty good like but uh, but it's kind of undervalued okay even though the project is pretty good it's undervalued so hopefully in the next 3 to 4 years people will start buying value related projects rather than uh, you know meme related projects yeah um i mean like to be honest <laughs> i mean I, i don't think it's a bubble but i don't think like cryptos are gonna like go away it's like uh, you know how the dot com crash in 19 or late 1990s like you know where few companies success succeeded like Yeah, yeah, Amazon. No, and, I, there was this uh, video by Slidebean on the dot com crash. It was okay. really good. Okay. Yeah. So, so I think something similar would happen. Like some good projects, uh, like you mentioned, would uh, succeed, and you know all these meme coins and uh, projects yeah, like it's those. It's gonna go. Would, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Those. Like those if you notice a pattern. if a coin has the word safe in it it's like 1000% definitely not safe like safe moon safe doge safe mars safe galaxy i don't know yeah um i mean I, i did not know much about like i don't know much about this but i hear that safe moon is actually a scam or something but again i can't comment because i haven't done my research on that and then um i this is from a youtuber so i don't know how good the source is like um apparently this guy said that there is this coin called safer mars which is basically safe moon but like they haven't built out anything and they're just renaming it and then popping it up you know just it's it's crazy yeah. it's like wild west um yeah so uh, do you like um, have cryptos or like are you working on any other networks other than ethereum i just hold sia coin for now but uh, that is personally my opinion like no i'm not giving i'm not advising anyone on yeah, investing or anything just to put it out there and this is uh, because i actually got it through an mit hackathon that's why i'm holding it and uh, okay. that's the only reason i have it Yeah, okay. like what do you think about Personally, like Personally more interested money. in the development 
than investing okay so like uh, what do you think about like mining and like exhausting resources and stuff like that uh yeah that's definitely a problem bitcoin mining is a problem and uh, it uses proof of work so obviously very resource exhaustive but uh, many cool alternatives coming up ethereum 2.0 is going to shift to proof of stake uh, uh celo is actually proof of stake and carbon negative so that's also a pretty good alternative tezos is also a delegated proof of stake pretty good so yeah all the popular blockchains are now shifting to proof of stake and i don't think in the future it's going to matter that much okay okay um so um like according to your analysis uh, what industries are um, cryptos going to disrupt like other than finances or i i including finances uh-huh. crypto would definitely be beneficial in healthcare uh, i mean not crypto blockchain in the sense okay uh, blockchain would be really good with healthcare uh, government identities you know the whole if the blockchain gets like good speed and everything and if it's integrated well into the you know government database it could be pretty beneficial because uh, health records for example if we say so if my health records are connected to my aadhar card which is stored on the blockchain obviously the data can't be simply manipulated mm-hmm. and it's there and uh, suppose i go to my doctor in mumbai get some prescriptions i shift to jaipur like 2 to 3 months later and uh, basically my records are out there so any doctor can access it any institute can access it okay so blockchain could be you know useful for that uh and uh, uh something related and if uh, there's like import export or tracking supply chains then to blockchain could be really beneficial mm. import export uh, pair that with cross border payments you have like a full stack solution for blockchain and crypto to be used so that seems like uh, an exciting and doable uh, implementation of crypto healthcare is definitely good manufacturing parts you know if there's a car company that wants to track where their parts are coming from there's like hundreds of different companies and layers they'll have to go through so if that's done on the blockchain with uh, iot based automation like suppose i'm ordering my certain chassis or uh, let's say my tires are being made from so and so company and if it's done and uh, once that once that gets recorded on the blockchain it's uh, really easy to verify and i think that would save like uh, many months for actually manufacturing something and it would definitely save a lot of money as well okay okay so um yeah um i didn't to be honest i didn't think about the manufacturing component and uh, i mean i knew it was going to be helpful in the supply chain but not manufacturing or connecting it to iot like i was more thinking related to the financial aspect of it like sending money across borders you know within minutes or hours even hours is like very good uh, compared to the present times could be seconds as well yeah i mean selo actually makes it possible to do that in seconds like yeah. the recent transactions i was just uh, testing on the on the testnet and uh, on an average it was taking like 3 to 4 seconds so yeah pretty good and the transaction fee is also pretty less yeah um yeah the transaction fees were like you know 
transferring money abroad or receiving is like really high and yeah i mean it could definitely disrupt that and also um one one uh, strong point about defi is the small scale loans like making it available um so like you know if you writing up contracts using defi would like it would be helpful for like uh, the lower sections of the population to get credit credit so yeah that's that um oh uh, yeah uh, should i i forgot a question like siddharth uh, you have anything to ask like, um i'm not like really well versed in this but like um do you think like you know um even though you don't think it's like a bubble do you think like investing in cryptos right now is like a good you know it's a good time to invest in cryptos right now i have no experience with investing i don't invest myself into crypto nor do i give anyone any investing advice yeah i'm just in it for the development aspects of it okay. and the future use cases obviously so okay. nothing from my side on that okay hmm. so um should i i don't know like uh, i i don't i forgot the question and i can't remember i'm so sorry like do you have a question for us oh <laughs> uh, yeah uh, so how long have you guys been podcasting now for like, like over a year to be on that's pretty good and uh, you guys are still in university i assume yeah first year yeah oh nice yeah. are you from are you still studying or second year nit jaipur electronics nice. oh nice okay so um Okay. Um, yeah, this is another thing. Um, there's this crypto ban thing that's happening in India, right? Do you think that it'll actually go through, or like, you know, how the um, British are like, you're, you know, aware of like what's happening right now? They're like reconsidering this uh, situation and all. But um, what do you think will happen there, or will it like? Uh, eventually, they will have to get on board. Hmm. I mean, the sooner they do it, the better. there's also many people advocating for you know adopting it sooner hmm. uh, there's the ceo of coin dcx uh, sumit gupta there's also you know uh, surprisingly tanmay but tanmay but is into crypto okay so definitely more mainstream adoption is possible hmm. okay so uh, i kind Hopefully of remember... within 2 to 3 years okay okay I kind of remember the question. Uh, so um, you mentioned about stable coins, and uh, more. I'm assuming that will be a trend. More and more countries would want to hop on because they want to control their own currency, right? Because I mean, like, um, so what do you? And and did you hear about the Facebook? Um, it was called Libra. I'm not sure what's uh-huh. the name of it. Um, yeah, the Facebook crypto. Uh, so like. you know like a private company like facebook uh, taking charge of like an entire currency it's uh, there's like a lot of uh, financial data or like personal data how you being transferred via that like you know so um what do you think about uh, say from a privacy standpoint like what what do you think about such developments uh 
the basic of cryptocurrency is just uh, based on blockchain and uh, blockchain is supposed to be decentralized which is not owned by any single central authority and uh, facebook actually coming with their own coin defies that basic basic logic so uh, it's not going to take off i i assume but yeah i can be wrong uh, um I mean, like right now, I think U.S. is the only country that actually allow Facebook to and you know roll out their currency, and like all other countries. <laughs> so I mean, it could be only available in the U.S. or if it is available, I'm not sure. But uh, even then, uh, a lot of people like raise uh, you know all these illegal activities being funneled through crypto, like you know money laundering and whatnot. So like, what's your take on that? Like, is there other other than say a possible um, third party intervention like third party like government like whatever body of governance uh, other than an intervention like do you think any possible solution you know can, like can we like reach an equilibrium in that front uh well as far as money laundering and you know for use of crypto for all illegal causes is concerned Uh, if you check out Gary Tan's recent video on Ethereum, uh, he clearly mentioned that less than one percent of all crypto transactions have been used for illegal purposes. People still use normal fiat for that. So I guess we just have to live with it. Yeah. Okay. I mean, if there's going to be money laundering and extortions with real money, real uh, with uh, fiat currency, it's going to happen with crypto as well. Hmm. There's something okay. we have to live. Okay. Um. So, like, see the. To be honest, Bitcoin itself is not a good network, right? So, um, in future, like, do you think it's gonna turn into a commodity like gold or silver, or you know, like, what do you think the future of Bitcoin, Bitcoin is like? uh bitcoin is definitely more of an asset than a currency so yeah something like digital gold okay so because it's very rare it's uh, going to function as digital gold and definitely in the next 5 to 10 years it's going to be even more scarce so more value yeah uh, yeah and uh, i think one of the main flaws with the I mean, again, there are. To be honest, I find a lot of flaws in the current crypto frenzy. But like, one of them is the um, tying up of other other technologies with the Bitcoin price. So if Bitcoin's price increases, uh, almost all the crypto's price can increase, and vice versa. So uh, I mean, uh, the independence, as far as the independence goes, uh, like, how long do you think would take for uh, say like other technologies to like you know flourish itself uh well that depends on how people perceive it because once people start actually knowing about projects and how they actually work then you know they'll start actually separating them from you know other currencies and other projects right now it's just whatever elon tweets it's definitely going to affect crypto yeah yeah so, hopefully in 5 to 6 years people you know are uh, more aware about it they can make better decisions and understand the differences and hence they could be independent okay so um 
like from say like 20 years from now like you know just hypothetical situation uh, we can assume that there would be some government intervention like or so- something like that right like some surveillance rather than the satoshi's dream being completely you know turned into 20 years from now too hard to predict yeah okay then 10 years from now i mean like let all the technologies take off and uh, this elon dependence on elon gets reduced <laughs> substantially you know too much power in the hands of one person <laughs> yeah so like uh, if all those things pan out and um, do you think still uh, still there would be this um, sense of governments or whatever organization trying to control cur- uh, like uh, yeah control a currency or like uh, trying to control the financial market like something like that uh, not to i'm not exactly very bearish on it but uh government's control may may not be there hard to predict but uh, crypto getting more popularity and adoption is definitely within the next decade okay okay um also um so recently there was this um meeting by coinbase it was like a meeting to the investors and one of the things they said uh, in that meeting was the um, like they still like the company still believes that uh, not still like they, they believe that like people are going to pay for transaction like um as a tra- like they're going to induce a transaction fee like so um to what extent do you think uh, people are actually going to you know are, are willing to pay for transaction because there is like other mediums like say google pay where i don't think there's a fee in google pay. i mean i'm not used it so like uh, well people would have to pay for transaction fees there is transaction fees but uh, google pay with all their ads and you know other integrations they just do it kind of under the hood same goes with other payment processors but uh, if you if you want to like keep it free of ads and you know just like your money in your hands without any intervention you got to pay for privacy okay that is a good point the transaction fees you don't pay for google pay is just the cost of your privacy and your financial data i mean i think that's yeah. <laughs> so um that's that and uh, like yeah so this meetings like gonna end in 6 minutes i'm sure you see the timer so like do you have any <laughs> more questions for us or anything like that I'll keep going guys it's uh, pretty good and uh, yeah i love to be a part of the show and this was actually i think you guys found me through genzi mafia yeah and yeah, yeah. Uh, i came across genzi mafia cuz i was watching this video by coffee zilla and justin khan yeah. and he actually mentioned genzi mafia and i'm like okay fine this sounds good i should be a part of it just joined in and yeah it was good nice. yeah yeah Thank you for like coming on the show and like cooperating with us. Yeah. Ah, uh, thanks for having me. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So and all the best for your projects and yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So um, we'll wrap it up. So thank you guys. Peace.